this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 188 is brought to you by Grace Ski, Mal, and Maya Davis, some of our newest Patreon patrons. This week, Nina, Sergio, and I are going to discuss the new KK Slider Build-A-Bear. Nina is going to teach us about some art in the museum, and we're going to talk about our recent Animal Crossing gameplay. So to begin... Hello, Sergio. How are you doing? Hey, Chewy. I'm doing pretty awesome. You know, last week we had E3, and it was it was really nice. Maybe the best week of the <laughs> year for for a bunch of us. Uh, right now, I'm looking forward to E4. I think it's th- their <laughs> their mission is to to top E3 in every Aww. possible way. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what it is, but it should be fun. They've uh, exciting electronic ah. entertainment expo. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's for everybody who wasn't thrilled by the direct last <laughs> week. <laughs> and then, hi, Nina. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. I've I've had a very chill weekend, which is really nice after being so awesome. busy. So doing good. But <laughs> you, we, you, what are you doing right now, Chewy? Oh, so much moving. Most <laughs> of our stuff is officially packed up and in the pod itself so it's we're almost there we packed up the kitchen today we don't have anywhere to eat or anything to eat on so <laughs> it's just gonna be an eating out type of week this week which oh, i don't wow. mind it's fun um but yeah i guess this is the last episode that i'm recording in this place where the whole podcast started haken started in this very room where i'm recording today the only room that isn't echoey in the place now, <laughs> uh, because we we still have some things. I mean, it's all basically packed up and ready to go. But yeah, uh, it's it's the end of an era. It's going to hmm. be a whole different show from here on out. Just kidding. It's going to be mostly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Onward and upward. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Uh, so yeah, I guess let's get into the show for today. The first big thing that I think we need to talk about is that we got the KK Slider Build-A-Bears. Uh, specifically, <laughs> Sergio and I did. <laughs> Nina, you have skipped this one. No, but I'm boycotting. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. he's, so, he's so good. He's so naked. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, so I guess, Sergio, I want to start by asking you, what do you think of the KK Slider Build-A-Bear? Oh, I, I absolutely love him. You know, he's... It, um, we predicted this to happen, and it happened. It, it was meant to be. I mean, again, hopefully that's... I mean, in a way, I hope it's the end of the collection because they, that means they saved the best for last, right? But we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um, I love him. I have one minor complaint that we'll talk about later. I don't know if you're going to agree. But overall, oh. I'm, I love him, and I'm I'm very happy with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's good. I, I feel the same. I really like... I don't know if yours looks as grumpy as mine, but mine looks kind of (laughs) grumpy. I don't know if it's like, he kind of has a big forehead. And 
uh, it just helps his grumpy look for sure. <laughs> he's very tall. He's got really yes. long legs. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and um, I love him so far. Every time I walk by him, I click on him to listen to some KK Disco. And I love that he awoos. He's got yes. that little howl yeah. in that song. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of a little bit of a remix, I feel. Yes. With that howl thrown in. So kind of a nice change, but... I guess I I do want to ask you like is there anything you would change about KK Slider, like this build a bear? Yeah, I, I there's only one thing. I just wish the, I guess we can call it like like the voice box or the the music that comes with it. It's so quiet. Like I have it next to my score bunny uh, build a bear, which also has his voice, and it's way louder, like considerably. Uh, poor little KK, it's too quiet. I wish it was louder. I totally feel the same. I wish he nice. was louder because I think my Isabel and Tom Nook are very loud. Oh, wow. Compared to, yeah, like, I I mean, they were boxed up by the time KK Slider came up, so I haven't been able <laughs> to, like, hear them side by side. But I know for a fact they were both louder mm. than this KK mm. Slider is. And I'm like, come on, KK Slider is a performer. He's got to be loud. And, yeah, you know. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so... It it is kind of quiet. Um, I would like it more if my Isabel and Tom Nook were at that same volume. You know. Oh, they're louder. But I I mean, if they were quieter, or if KK Slider were louder, but mm. like I just right. wish they were right, right. at equal volume. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, my thing that I would change about him is along the same lines. I agree with the voice box thing, but I'm going to go a little bit further. I kind of wish they went with sounds like Isabel and Tom Nook, where he got his voice as well. Um, like you could get some dialogue from KK Slider instead of just the, the KK disco song, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would love if his voice box not only had like, him speaking some dialogue, doing some of the emotes like Tom Nook and Isabel, but also like cycle through some different KK Slider songs, kind of like he does at the plaza while he's sitting yes. in New Horizons. So that that would be like the big change for me. Because right now, I, I do like that I went with KK Disco because it's actually like a KK rendition of the song. I wish... I also kind of wish they would have gone with like KK's rendition of New Horizons, not like the, you know, the recorded version. Right, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. um, so I did go with KK Disco because of that. But I would also like, you know, just enjoy him saying different things, singing different songs. And I feel like it would make him feel more alive because when I click the Isabel and Tom Nook voice boxes and hear them speak... Sometimes it just sounds like they're having a conversation with each other. <laughs> like I'll click one of them and then I'll click the other and they're just like talking back and forth to each other. <laughs> um, so I feel like we're not going to get that same kind of thing out of KK Slider. So it just won't, it, it won't have the same effect. Um, mm. And it makes me a little sad. And I'm just like, I wish they were easier to change out the voice boxes. I think you basically right. have to like, tear them apart yeah, <laughs> to yeah. get to it at this point <laughs> um which you know not something i want to see done to my little no. Tota kk oh <laughs> i had a question for you did you what did you name did you fill out like the birth certificate or anything when you ordered oh no no i didn't uh, did, did you <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I actually did. Um, you can, like, you know, write on it because they leave spaces open for you, right? Right. Um, I made his birthday, of course, you know, K.K. Slider's birthday, but I made the year 2001 for marking when Animal Crossing released, you know? Right. Um, and then instead of calling him K.K. Slider, I did call him Tota K.K. Nice. Accurate. Yeah, yeah. So I went with his, you know, full name yes. instead. Because, <laughs> you know, I was like, it's your birth certificate. We yeah. all know you're K.K. Slider, but that's your stage name, right? <laughs> Um, nice. So yeah, no, that, that that was something I did. And then as for the people who like stuffed it, I was like Nintendo, Nintendo stuffed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I do want to remind you all if you are interested in these Build a Bears, but fifty one bucks plus shipping is a little too high for you. They are still available at the store.nintendo.com, at least for um, the the North American store. I don't know if this is going to be the same in different regions. I don't really know how to get to those other sites. I think there's options to change them. But as of right now, both Tom Nook and Isabel in their winter and summer outfits are there for $44 instead of 51 they don't have the voice box, and you don't have to pay higher than five bucks for shipping. Nintendo, that store.nintendo.com is always five dollars shipping, no matter what you get and how much. So, Ooh, nice. uh, that that's a pretty nice little deal there. Um, and then I have one last question for you, Sergio. Would you recommend the KK Slider Build a Bear? <laughs> uh, let me think. Yes. oh absolutely like i mean we're all fans of animal crossing but who doesn't love kk i i honestly don't know anybody that that doesn't yeah maybe you prefer one of the other characters but again there's only three that have plushies so you should have a kk nina (laughs) but i don't even have isabel okay but i have a question because you have lots of kk merch so, like, compared to other plush that you have, does he hold up? Does he, like, look the same? Does he, I mean, how does he look? He looks good? Uh, he looks different. New oh, Horizons no. look different, <laughs> so he kind of matches. <laughs> he has okay. a new look in New Horizons, so maybe this is the that's new true. look for the plush. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah, and I wanted to know that, too, like, just how you felt about this plush versus the many other KK Slider plushes you have. <laughs> yeah. Is, is he, I guess, where would you rank him? Is he in your faves? Is he kind of lower on the list? Uh, he, he's upper on the list because, you know, he's like more official being Build-A-Bear and having boys. I don't think I have any that have boys. So, yeah, that's that's a, that puts him up there for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nice. It's kind of, like I said, the KK Disco song is a good one to go with him. Solid song for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And for me, overall, I like him. He's pretty fun. I Like I said, I can't help but hear that KK Disco song every time I'm right next to him. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, let's jam out a little bit. Um, There are cheaper KKs out there, so... (laughs) You know, if you don't want to befriend this KK, there are others. But overall, I I think it's great. Build quality is fun. And he does come with a little guitar, which is nice. But And it's removable. Yes. You can watch him just in all his glory, (laughs) Uh, if if that's what you're into. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Build a Bear once again, fun little plushies. I have, you know, all the characters so far. I wish I had nice uh, Winter Isabel instead of Summer Isabel. I think yeah. Winter Isabel's cuter than Summer Isabel, but I'm okay with Summer Tom Nook. I think the little Nook Ink thing really works with him. But both the winter and summer Tom Nooks are really cute. <laughs> I wonder what KK is, winter or summer. And I wonder if we'll get a, a different one. He's year-round KK. Year-round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still don't understand why they're not selling the, uh, I guess, the the outfits separately. It's messed up. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's so many cute outfits. And they should have made a DJ KK outfit mm, yeah. for him. And his little Sorry. hat that he wears sometimes. Mm-hmm. Really cute. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and let Nina take over from here. Nina Art Corner. Nina <laughs> and Art put together. Is that what we've landed on? <laughs> we've landed on Nina Art? Yes. In, yeah. yeah. Oh, Nina Sergio and said it, and it's perfect. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, Nina, take it away. Okay. So we're moving down the list. Like I said last time, um, we had a little art corner. Um, I'm going alphabetically through the names that Blathers calls the arts. So mm, we did right. um, the academic painting last time, which is Leonardo da Vinci's Vitruvian Man. And this time um, we are doing uh, the amazing painting, which is also known as The Night Watch by Rembrandt van Rijn. So he's Dutch, and there's a lot of Dutch names coming up. So if anyone who is Dutch is listening, please forgive me for butchering your beautiful language. <laughs> I'm going to try my best, though. Um, I'm glad it's not me doing this. I would do terribly. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Um, but this is I, this is a really cool painting, um, and I actually didn't know much about it until Animal Crossing. So it's one of those like really fun instances where Animal Crossing teaches you things, which, as you guys know, is like my favorite thing about the game. <laughs> um, in New Horizons, the amazing painting does have a fake, so you'll have to look out for the hats that the two main figures are wearing uh, in order to get a real night watch. Um, and it's not one of the haunted paintings, so you don't have to worry about that. The name in real life <laughs> is called the Night Watch, and I'm going to talk about that later, which is really interesting because it's um, inaccurately named, which they found out years and years later. So that's oh. super cool. Um, mm. And like I said, it's by Rembrandt, who uh, painted it in 1642 um, during the Dutch Golden Age, which we're going to get into also, which is cool. Um, so it's oil on canvas and it is currently in, um, the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam, Netherlands. Um, I could not find what, uh, what Blathers says about this painting online, um, about in New Horizons, but I did find the one in New Leaf says, um, a painting of a city militia that was found after restoration of the work to take place in the daylight. So um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more, mm. too. I'm glad that Blathers has already given us that information, which is cool. 
<laughs> okay, so the movement. It's a Baroque movement, also called the Dutch Golden Age, which is super interesting because um, it signaled the end of the 80-year war um, when Dutch gained independence from Spain. And before then, a lot of paintings, like many <laughs> during that time and before that time, were either um, commissioned by military or religious people um, to show their history. But this new movement kind of came along where Dutch painter realized they could make more money more often by selling paintings of everyday life to just regular people. So private portraits and still lives and landscapes and seascapes and peasant life paintings really boomed in this era, which was huge because like, normal people didn't own paintings before this right. back then. So that's cool. I think, mm -hmm. um, so you'll see actually, uh, there's a couple of paintings from the, the Dutch golden age in animal crossing. So like another example is the one where the girl is tipping the milk, you know, right. That's the same thing. And it's, it's, again, it's a painting of just everyday life. So I thought that was pretty cool to learn about. Um, the reason this painting is important is because of how enormous it is. It is <laughs> 750 pounds, and Whoa. it's 12 feet by 14 and a half feet tall. <laughs> so it, it's enormous. <laughs> so I don't know if either of you guys have this in your museum in New Leaf, but it takes up most of a wall in the museum, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> I think this is one of two art pieces that I'm missing. Oh, no. I don't have this one either. I've only seen pictures of it in other people's museums, but it's super I, cool. I can tell it's huge just because of the amount of space on that wall that's left <laughs> and that the fact that it's the only thing on that wall that's missing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, I can't imagine looking at this in real life. It, it's it got to be just incredible <laughs> to see. Yeah. 750 pounds. <laughs> well, and I'll, I'm going to jump ahead, actu actually, because um, this painting also has, like, a history of violence. Um, and in 1715, it was cut down from its original size in order to move it more easily. So it was actually bigger than 12 Whoa. feet by 14 and a half <laughs> feet at one point, And no one knows where the extra parts are anymore. Aww. Isn't that crazy? Um, I'll come back to the, you know, it's it's kind of violent past in a second, but I, I just think that that's really cool. <laughs> so it's a military portrait um, of Captain Franz Benek Koch, who is in red, and Lieutenant Willem van Reutenberg in yellow um, after a victory. And traditionally, this painting would have been static. It would have been like the two... Uh, leaders like with their men around them kind of in a victory pose but Rembrandt decided to make it you know more dynamic and interesting and again add that kind of like peasant life all around them um so that's another reason why this painting was like so different than other ones of its time because of the movement and the depiction of everyday life but there's like chickens in the background that are being caught that serve as like representation of their of their military victory or whatever <laughs> um and uh, apparently all throughout the background there's like visual representations of of the war and everything like that which is super interesting um 
But so they're like, they're walking and talking about strategy and um, it kind of brings those two subjects to life instead of them being like heroic and static. It kind of gives them, I don't know, personality and and depth instead. So people really enjoyed that. Um, and like Blathers said earlier, the Night Watch is incorrect. For years, this painting was covered in like a really dark varnish to preserve it. Um, and then only recently, I think in 2011, actually, they took an LED light over it to, to kind of get a better look and, and realize that it's covered by this varnish and it's actually bright and beautiful and colorful. And they're like, um, we need to fix this. <laughs> so I think they're working on that right now. Oh, wow. They're so also, yeah, go ahead. Is the version that we're seeing, yeah. that must be like the varnished one. Right? It is. Yeah. Cause we, it hasn't been like completely uh, restored yet. They're working on it right now. They're also working on um, like imaging it for the internet. They're, and I think you can watch this live on the Rijksmuseum Instagram or something like that, where they're, they have this like machine that's encased in glass on a hydraulic lift that's like slowly taking high quality digital pictures like inch by inch so that people mm-hmm. can blow it up and look at it online like across mm. the world, which is, is pretty amazing. I don't oh. know if that's finished yet, but I think it was started in 2019. Which just like when they were trying to move the Vitruvian Man in 2019, everything you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of got blown up a little bit. So I'm not sure what's going on. Hopefully, I'll be able to find out for us what's happening with all of that restoration and imaging. Okay. Yeah. You guys ready to hear about the violence now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just want to say it's amazing that like both of these pieces so far have such like recent stories in yeah. their history too. It's really cool. Yeah, I think that like art history restoration and stuff is kind of going through a boom in the past few decades where the technology they've discovered and everything has just been so advanced that they can really get a deeper look at these paintings, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, Let's hear violence. Okay, violence. So <laughs> before, like I said, in 1715, it was chopped to bits so that it could be moved more easily. They were like, this is way too big. And then um, in 1911 and in 1975, the painting was slashed with knives by people who like got past security Then, in 1990, someone got past security with a spray bottle of acid and sprayed acid all over it, too. Um, So, one of the slashings was in protest to a bad economy um, and an inability to find work. And the other two incidents were, sadly, results, like, of untreated mental illness. Um, So, you know, it's a little Mm. upsetting that it was targeted um but also you know we we need to get some you know reform and help people who need help (laughs) all over the world honestly yeah but yeah luckily it was fully restored each time so that's good that's awesome (laughs) that's how People are amazing. Yeah. I've seen those like terrible restorations, of <laughs> and it makes me it makes me squirm in yeah. my seat. I'm just like, oh no, I could never be put in charge of this. It would be it would be so bad. But just like, yeah, the, the people's ability to bring this stuff back 
from the dead, basically, is truly amazing to me. Have either of you guys seen that show on Netflix? Um, what is it called? Oh, it's called The Repair Shop. It's like a British show that's a cross mm-hmm. between Antiques Road, Antiques Roadshow and The Great British Bake Off. <laughs> have you guys watched that? I have not no. seen this. I've never heard of it. It's incredible. <laughs> it's like these <laughs> artisans who restore family heirlooms, and you get to know the like story behind the piece, but then you also get to watch these people like you know wipe away hundreds of years of grime and get like clocks to work again it's if you're into this kind of restoration stuff that is a must watch all right where can we watch this jackie would also love this yeah the it's on netflix <laughs> okay cool the repair shop putting it on my list yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well there you go awesome. there's the um nina takes you to the museum with blathers and talks to you about some art corner nina art <laughs> well that was amazing to say the least uh thank you for taking us through the amazing painting as we know it in animal crossing and now i'm just like once this thing is restored Mm -hmm. are we going to see the not uh, i guess the new restored version in animal crossing in the future that's my question now good question (laughs) i like i don't know how many layers deep they even want to go with it like i guess they can see through with the led imaging or whatever how light it is Mm -hmm. underneath but i don't know how much of a risk they're willing to take on it so who knows how much it's really going to change yeah i would just love that i mean i really do like what they've done with kind of the fake art in this game um just with like they they the character they add to them is hilarious i always crack up at the mona lisa with their like raised up eyebrows (laughs) uh it's so funny um so yeah no i'm i'm really interested to see how they i guess how they go about art pieces that are being restored at this point because i imagine We'll probably keep seeing some similar pieces pop up. You know, there's some yeah. that have been right. in basically every Animal Crossing game. So, yeah, if we see the amazing painting again, I want to see it real, <laughs> real up to date. You know, with a bright blue sky. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and hop into our next segment. We are going to talk about some recent Animal Crossing gameplay stories. I guess I can start today. Um, Basically, what I've been working on in Animal Crossing is if you've caught the streams, you know, I've been catching three of every bug and fish at the moment. I'm down to two that are currently in season. Basically waiting for July for all the big palm tree bugs to come out and some other fish that I'm missing, you know? So that's one big project, but I guess the most recent thing that happened was Bella, I have finally let her move out. Aww. She's my little evil mouse. I love her. <laughs> such a great villain. She had a best <laughs> smile, too. Oh, yeah. Her smile, like, she has a smile, and then she has, like, squinty-eyed smile, which looks pretty intense <laughs> and evil, and I love that one. Um, but I've let her move away, and I... You know, like I said, I've been working on moving. I'm packing up and everything. So yesterday I decided, you know what? I can go villager hunting. I'm not going to try really hard. I have I have 17 Nook Mile tickets in my pocket. And I'm like, how much am I going to get through in this round? I'll just do this pack of seven, right? Mm-hmm. 
and then leave the other 10, a nice, clean, full pack of 10. So I take a, uh, I was calling it a seven ticket break instead of a seven minute break, right? And I basically recorded my results on <laughs> on Discord as I was going through them. The first one I ran into was Eugene. And if you've listened to the podcast mm-hmm. for a while, you know that Jackie had let Eugene move. And it was one of her regrets. She kind of wished he, she could get him back, right? Mm. And so I was like, you know, is he in my move-in queue? Is this like, should I just be auto-filling and seeing if Eugene is going to move in to my place? Unfortunately, the way the move-in queue works, if you are villager hunting and you have somebody in your queue they will not show up in that villager hunt. They Mm. stay away. They are only going to move to your place if you autofill a plot. So Ah. basically, me running into Eugene on an island means I do not have Eugene in my queue at all, which means Jackie's Eugene is not on my island, and we don't know if he's gone anywhere, if, you know... So he might just be Aww. gone yeah. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Um, luckily, you know, uh, as sad as that sounds, Jackie's like, eh, I'm over it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's not a it's not a huge deal, but it was kind of nice to get that confirmation. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of take you through the rest of my my trip here. So the second village I ran into was Tipper. And Tipper was actually a villager that I adopted like very early on in the game. I thought I, I started getting a bunch of like cows, horses, chickens, pigs, and then I was like, "Am I just gonna have a farm oh, on I my island?" That. Is that <laughs> yeah? So Tipper was my cow at that point. Um, I never got her photo. I let her move, so she'll probably see Haken again sometime, but. Yesterday was not the day. I I kept going. So the next person I ran into was Lucky. And I had, that's another one that I had for a little bit during Halloween. I thought I was going to have like a very Halloween themed town at that point. But then I realized October takes up so much of fall, you know? And I just, after I started getting all of these Halloween themed islanders i was just like no i don't want my first fall to be this i want to like enjoy it with like little woodland creatures that look really good in the browns and reds you know so i basically did that i just went and skipped lucky after a while i didn't even keep them long enough to even become their friend to get their photo or anything so (laughs) another one i let go um fourth there was Ruby, and Aww. I really like Ruby. She's mm-hmm. a cute little space bunny, mm-hmm. and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, fifth, I got Eugene again. That oh, was wow. weird. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, to get a duplicate in the first five. Yeah. People, that's pretty wild. Um, the next one I got was Antonio. He was <gasps> number six. Aww. And I really like Antonio, but specifically, I want to call back to one of my favorite Haken art pieces. It is from November. I, it was it 2019 or 2018. I don't even remember at this point, but that November art with Antonio, where they look kind of 
like real animals, <laughs> you know? Oh, that's, yes, that's yes, one of my yes. favorite pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With so Franklin. they're it, mm-hmm, they're at the table with Franklin and who is the the third? Um at this it's point? Savannah, isn't it? The zebra? Um oh I think it was right. Knox the chicken. What? Oh. Knox mm. the chicken. I, I actually have it as my desktop background oh. right now. Oh. <laughs> but they all look like real animals and they're sitting around the table and it's very like maximalist style. <laughs> I, I love that piece of art. Um from Ivy Tees. Oh if yeah. Wants a call back there. <laughs> Man, now I gotta figure out which one Savannah was in because I feel like that one was a little realistic. That was yes, mm-hmm. a little after. I think that was a January art. Oh. Yeah, February. it had like a wintry theme for sure. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Savannah's kind of inside drinking some yes. cocoa or something, Aww. but it's it's uh, inclement <laughs> weather outside. Mm-hmm. Kind of nice. <laughs> um, and then. I took a little potty break after that one, and I was like, oh, I'll do, I'll do seven since, you know, I have 17. Might as well get rid of this pack and free up some space in my closet, most of all. Um, so the seventh and final ticket, I guess a little callback here. I Like I said, Bella moved away, and I told people I'm working on getting all the non-Amiibo villagers, and I told them all, you know, it would make the most sense for me to get Audie because she's the peppy of the new group, right? Right. So after a short potty break, I went to that seventh island, and lo and behold, (gasps) I run into Audie of all characters. So I was just like, I cannot believe this. This (laughs) is the, the luck for that to happen. Seven tickets in running into the exact villager you're looking for. Uh, so Adi has now, uh, she's moving in. I've, I've already talked to wow. her on my nice. island at this point. So she's she's in boxes today as we record, but tomorrow she'll be one of the Haken crew. And I'll have to talk to her a little bit so I can give her, you know, the Haken sweater, yeah. which is the tree sweater. <laughs> And, you know, all the letters for Haken are in there. They're just silent or invisible. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm excited. I, this means I only need to get Sid and Dom now. And I'm mm. done getting all of the new villagers for all their photos. And, yeah, yeah it, it's exciting. I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. I've been able to get two of them on my own. And the others have been very kindly... Uh, uh, donated to me, so I've adopted them. <laughs> and I think uh, I have Dom on Fox Cove. Oh, that's awesome. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'll have to look. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> played Fox Cove in a while. I need to check. I'm going to have to steal him. Sid, I feel like, is the most elusive. I don't think I've ever even seen him in-game. I don't think I have either. I know Tab had Sid at one point, nice. but I, I passed him up at, <gasps> uh, after a bit. Mm. Um, but eventually I will get Sid. He's he's definitely one of my favorites of those new ones. I yeah. really like his, his punk look, you know? Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Is he a cranky? I think he's the cranky of the bunch because I know... Of uh, they added eight villagers, and I think they represented every personality with each of them. Right? Oh, yeah, I yeah. He, he is the cranky one. Okay. Awesome. I could have sworn <laughs> that Audie was um, snooty, but that might just be like the glasses look. Yeah, <laughs> I think the snooty is 
Judy, yes. actually. Because oh. it rhymes, right? Snooty Judy. Interesting. <laughs> She's also evil. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you all know this. She's made of evil. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, luckily, I, Judy is I adopted by Sergio. So Yes. Good. Oh. It stayed in the family. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, so I mean basically that's that's been my gameplay with Animal Crossing lately. I log in here and there. Um right now I do know I have to do some like late night sessions in the game just to get the last um fish that I'm looking for mm-hmm. at the moment. So mm-hmm. they're only available at like nine PM to four AM and I'm like, I'm not getting up at four <laughs> before four AM to fish for this, so it's gonna be a bedtime <laughs> to, yeah. a game for me. Uh, which is nice. It's kind of nice to change the times of day that you're playing Animal Crossing. So lately I've been just kind of logging in a little bit later. Um, I'll I'll go in real quick to like run to the shops or something. But outside of that, like my main focus is getting every single bug and fish model. Yeah. So you have to get three of each. Mm Mm-hmm. Or four, I I guess. I've got a decent list. At, at the moment, I, I had Flick today, so I did get a the last bug that I actually had three of in my closet. So it'll be a little while before Flick will mean anything to me again. But <laughs> luckily, you know, July is pretty soon, you know, just yeah. over a week away. Yeah. So. The, the, but that's the hard part, actually finding all those bugs you're looking for. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. finding them three times. Yeah, exactly. It's it's going to be a struggle for sure. You'll have to uh, do a ranking for us of like your favorite um, models. Yeah, I need. I really need to put them out. Um, there, I will tell you what my least favorite is. Uh, like, I know hands down, my least favorite is the snapping turtle model. <gasps> no way. And it's because the model is way worse than just placing the snapping yes, turtle yes. itself. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, placing, yeah, yeah. The, placing the snapping turtle, wonderful. The right. model, it's slightly smaller. Oh. It doesn't snap. <laughs> it's just like it's not as good as having the real thing. So <laughs> that, uh, yeah. The snapping um, turtle also, is magical. I did see Squee in chat say, a, a, a local Judy fan here, they said, my, oh, my. That's Judy's catchphrase. <laughs> and uh, Judy never asked me for a new ca- a catchphrase because I really wanted to change it to my homie. Because every <laughs> time I saw my, oh, my as one word, I was like, my homie, what's going on? My, my, me. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to change it to. But unfortunately, she never asked. No, so. you weren't good enough friends. Yeah, you, you weren't her homie. Her. <laughs> Look. I wasn't the problem in this relationship. She was. Oh my god. <laughs> she was she didn't like me. She was evil. <laughs> All right, Sergio, I'm gonna let you take it over here. What what has been your gameplay like lately? Sure. So yeah, for the most part, again I I play on Saturdays. Like I guarantee well, unless there's a like a fishing tourney or a a bug catching tourney, if I know that I'll wait until Sunday. But basically, I play every week to go see my boy, KK. And get a song. It's a repeat. I, I don't mind. I, I just want to see him. I usually whistle along. So it's a it's the best part of the <laughs> week, usually. Um, but 
yesterday I did play a little bit extra because a friend of mine that I met on Twitter, uh, he said he wanted help with his island. And I figured like it had to do with flowers, right? Because usually that's what it is. So I brought a couple of extra shovels. And as I'm looking at the flyover, half of the island is infested with flowers, like <gasps> all over the place. <laughs> no rhyme or reason to the color or the placement. It's just... <laughs> flower nation so uh he he still doesn't know what he wants to do so i'm gonna probably go back later and it's gonna take a while but you know i kind of like it because when you're working on something like that or, or even like a big project i remember also terraforming it's very optimal to listen to like a podcast like haken or any other podcast that you listen to just put that in the background and you're playing the game you're multitasking it's a lot of fun you you actually you know it takes away uh, that sure that it might feel like doing the hard work and it makes it more mm -hmm. rewarding yeah yeah for sure and uh, i want to go back a little bit i kept just saying in my head everything changed when the flower nation attacked <laughs> 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 um but yeah no i I have also been kind of taking the game and like it, it helps to have just little goals. I feel like I'm at that point in Animal Crossing where I've just got like the little things I'm working toward, you know. Um, I think the next thing I'm going to start really focusing on is getting all of the clothing in the game, like every single piece of clothing just oh, wow. to start my, um, you know, catalog completion, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the first thing I need to do is actually go through my app and mark everything, but... Yeah, little goals and just, like, listening to stuff in the background. I'll put on a uh, YouTube video, which is usually, like, you know, a discussion on Nintendo stuff, like a podcast type of thing. Podcasts are really great with Animal Crossing. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I think one of the most common th pieces of feedback we get from the show or listeners of the show is people really like playing the game and listening to the podcast. So <laughs> it's pretty nice to, you know, that people are getting their daily session in just, you know, while we're, we're chatting about the game. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like that advice, Sergio, because uh, yeah. it's stuff that I do too. And <laughs> I really appreciate it. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, I also fired up the good old pocket camp. Uh, it's been Ooh. a while and, you know, there's there's updates. Uh, uh, Nina, I think you mentioned this too, uh, but when you first open up the game after a while, there's so many things going on and the game just keeps, uh. you know, shoving things in your face about all the updates and all these new things that you can get. Yeah. It's a little overwhelming, but mm -hmm. it was nice to, to jump back in and exchange some presents with some friends. <laughs> I really wish Pocket Camp worked on my phone. Luckily, I went for a run and my phone fell out of my pocket and broke. <laughs> the the screen oh broke, so maybe I'll get a, a new phone that yeah. can run Pocket Camp. That's there exciting. <laughs> I mean, upsetting, but exciting. <laughs> I mean, it's only cut me a couple times. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> like your finger? Like when you're swiping on things? Uh, not when I'm swiping. I, there's just one part where the glass is like clearly coming off and every once oh in a while God. I touch it and I get a little piece stuck in my finger. But I'm okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sergio, awesome. Pocket camp, you're you're going wild with it. Yeah. Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't forget yeah. to take a trash can with you. Whenever I'm on flower duty, I like to keep a trash can in my pocket so I can just oh, good point. throw some away. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, Nina, I guess what have you been doing as far as Animal Crossing goes? <sighs> Not a lot, unfortunately. I, I have definitely fallen off the wagon and am missing it. Um, but so I've just finished a week of, of Harry Potter camp, a summer camp that I teach, uh, and it was overwhelming. So I didn't get to play <laughs> at all last week, um, mm-hmm. and was looking forward to having this week to kind of get back to normal and play Harry Potter. I mean, not play Harry Potter <laughs> to play <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, but there is a huge Sea of Thieves update coming out tomorrow morning i'm actually getting up at five to stream it with a friend um and i just have a feeling that it's gonna be all week long i'm gonna be (laughs) playing sea of thieves so i've got to get back into animal i haven't even played the the wedding event again yet i've got to do it Mm. um so i've got to i've got to carve out some time to do that and i think um i think like you're doing chewy like right before bed it's is going to be the answer for me. Um, but just like, just like Sergio said, I've also opened back up pocket camp. Um, cause there, you know, there's always a little time that you can play a quick game on your phone. And also like Sergio said, it is truly overwhelming yeah. when you first <laughs> open it up. And I'm the kind of person who doesn't like to have like the little notifications or the exclamation marks next to an item. So I have to get rid of all oh, of Oh, yes, yes. <sighs> so I have to click on everything and I'm like, I don't care. Like it's not <laughs> popping up. <laughs> Uh, so it's overwhelming it almost made me want to like start everything over again and wipe the slate clean but then you know I think about like all the leave tickets that I've bought and all the one time the one time items the limited tight items and then like because it's a gotcha system there's no like guarantee that I'd get certain items back if I can buy those those fortune cookies again so mm-hmm. i don't think i can restart pocket camp <laughs> but yeah. i don't know i just need to take some time and kind of learn the new stuff and remember the old stuff i even think that there's a gyroid scavenger hunt going on right now for like techno music items so <laughs> i gotta see that i'm not really into the more modern item stuff but Pocket Camp has such great items that those, I don't know, those little adorable details keep bringing me back. Yeah. The scavenger hunts were always my least favorite. Yeah. Though. They're so long. (laughs) I feel like that one, more than any of the other events, has you logging in so much more. And I guess I feel that in the sense of, like, you have to just, like... I don't know, you just don't get enough gyroids each login and mm. you have to go to all these different places to do it. Whereas like the other events, it's just like, I can stay at my campsite and go water my flowers or right. I can stay at the beach and catch the fish, you know? Well, and you guys know how much I hate loading screens. So going between each of the <laughs> areas is no fun. Yeah, it's a pain. I'm surprised that they haven't come up with new events like it seems to be the same three being recycled what is it the flower event the scavenger hunt and then there's a third one isn't there 
Um, It'd be like three in a row that that all had the same type of items that you could get. I think it's the the flower fishing and fishing. then scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Fish. there you go. Mm-hmm. It'd be those mm-hmm. three, and then those were the items, and you'd wait for the next cycle. So I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like we're ready for some new stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that literally has not changed since the, the – I yeah. don't even know how long. Yeah. Since long before we stopped playing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But there's yeah. also, you know, the Happy Home Academy and and now this new – um, well, like they just came out with like the city themed items, so that's kind of fun. I don't know. I, I'm excited to get back into it. Um, I don't know if I'll be as into it as I was before, but it's a it's a fun little time waster. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to get in in between for sure. And like I said, I mean, I do miss it, even though it's got its problems as a game uh but i think overall like i i wish it worked on my phone and i could keep playing yeah exactly yeah so let's go ahead and get to our final little topic here and that is haken's islander corner for those of you who don't know every single week we ask our patrons on patreon a question and read their answers out loud here on the show this week's question was who is your favorite kangaroo villager? And Nina, I know you're not a fan of the kangaroos. <laughs> wow. And th- this is kind of the reason I asked it. I'm just sorry. because they're a lot like the gorillas, I find, where a lot of people just don't like the kangaroos. Um, so on this, we'll go Nina, then me, then Sergio. Okay. Okay. So I have a um, compiled list of answers right here, all from the Haken Islander Discord, um, where Tab, M, and Waffles all joined in. So I'm going to start with Tabs, and she said, I had Walt on my island for a while. He fit perfectly into the Asian-themed area of my island. The scar on his face makes you wonder about his past. Something tells me he knows how to use a katana. Very underrated cranky villager. And then Waffles added, I mean, Islander M added underneath. I just got Walt the other day to be the keeper for my graveyard. I love his whole look. He's my new cranky Roo. And then Waffles added, I'm going to jump on this Walt train. I just had to look up who the kangaroos are because I only knew, know of two, Carrie and Astrid. But Walt is clearly the top Roo. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, lots of Walt fans. And... I, I've always been a fan of the kangaroos, personally. I think I just really liked the animals in general when I was a kid. So when I ran into, like, I think Carrie was my first kangaroo mm. in the first Animal Crossing. And I had her as one of my villagers. And I was just like, she's so cool. You're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was a fan, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Walt... A very good choice, and I'm yeah. sure we'll see more of him in pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Our next answer is from Heart Abduction, and they said Astrid is the best. And oh. Astrid is the kangaroo with kind of like, you know, the star tattoo over her eye. But oh, yeah. definitely very stylish, very, you know, rock and roll type of character right there. <laughs> nice. Allison said... Oh my god, I'm so glad you asked. Marcy! Her and her little Roo are two of my favorites and I will never let her leave my island. She's the sweetest villager I have 
and we are best friends. Yeah. Allison, thank you so much for pointing out probably the best thing about kangaroo, at least the female ones. You get two villagers in one. You get two <laughs> villagers as a duo. <laughs> With the little roux? <laughs> I'm glad you love them so much. I'm (laughs) glad you do. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're great. What's not to love? I just think it's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just me. I know know everybody has their own loves. Um, Let's see. Yuri Young says, Most of them look angry to me or, or dopey, neither of which I care for, except for Marcy, who is really cute. But she's a normal type villager, which isn't a type I like much. If she was snootied, we'd be in business. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> that would be fun if you could kind of like change yes. their, yeah, their personalities. Like maybe on the way you interact with them, they could kind of follow yeah. your lead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really fun. So our next answer is from Kakulu, and they said, Walt has a dueling scar. That's all I need to know. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, a lot of people really like, you know, the action that Walt brings to their lives, you know? Yeah. Nice. And our last answer is from Danica Bryan, and they said, I've actually never had a kangaroo villager before, but at a glance, I think I would pick... Yes, you guessed it, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Walt yep. love. So much Walt love, which is great. I, I really like that one. Really good choice. And has one of those Zen-style homes that you like. Yeah. Nina. Yeah, I do like when they have a beautiful home. And I do like their big old feet. That's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, their feet are great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Don't want the episode to end? Well, you can keep the conversation going by Nintendo switching over to our Discord. Just follow the link in the description, and you can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, Nina, and me. Want to support the show in a bigger way and get your voice heard during the show? Visit patreon.com slash ChewyPlaysNintendo. You can support our show with just $1, get special access to a secret room on Discord, join in on the Haken Islander Corner, and even read a monthly newsletter covering all things Haken and Chewy Plays. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. Tuned in on YouTube? The comments are a great place to let us know your answers to the Haken Islander Corner. Who is your favorite kangaroo villager? If you dig what you hear, please KK slide over to that review section on your platform of choice. Let people know what they're missing out on. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. See you all next time.